bringing a cell or gene therapy to market is an art. Hear Veristat thought leaders as they draw on their specialized expertise to offer insight on timely, relevant clinical development topics. Welcome to Art Podcasts, Advancing Revolutionary Therapies, a podcast presented by the Centre for Excellence for Cell and Gene Therapies by Veristat. My name is Rachel Smith. I'm a Portfolio Director here at Veristat, working with our clients in cell and gene therapies, providing operational excellence from strategic consulting to clinical trials and post-marketing commitments. Today I'll be discussing the topic, how we manage the logistics of scale-up. You may have already listened to my previous podcast, Common Pitfalls to Avoid When Planning Your Gene Therapy Study, where I gave a high-level view of common issues we've come across on gene therapy programmes. One of the topics I touched on was logistics, and today we're going to delve into that in a bit more detail. The objective of this podcast is to talk about scaling up, from your early phase to global phase three trials in preparation for commercialization. Frequently, we start our cell or gene therapy studies with proof of concept and safety evaluation in mind, but we don't consider at this early stage how the product is going to be commercialized post-market. Now this makes sense, right? We want to know that the product works and we want to know it's safe before we put the investment in. But when we're talking about advanced therapies, the number of studies within the development program can be much reduced. For example, you may have a program with just two or three studies before submitting your BLA in the US or MAA in other markets. And actually, commercialization is a significant piece of the puzzle when planning your marketing submissions and should be demonstrated within your trials. Regulators want to know how the product will be managed within each region if it's approved. In some cases, this can be relatively straightforward. An allogeneic cell therapy with a starting material from an established validated cell bank that can be cryopreserved shipped from a central manufacturing site and simply infused into a patient is much easier to plan for than say an autologous gene therapy where freshly collected cells need to be shipped cross country or even internationally for manufacture but must remain viable in transit. Today I'm going to talk about the latter in the form of a case study where we supported our client with this exact issue. We had a complex program where an academic centre had developed an an autologous ex vivo gene therapy and manufactured the product in early trials at an on-site GMP facility. The product was subsequently licensed by a biotech with a view to market the product in the US and the EU. This would only be commercially viable if patient cells could be collected by local transplant teams at approved centres globally and shipped to and manufactured at a central GMP facility, with the finished product being returned for local administration to the patient in a consistent manner. So a phase three trial was needed to be able to test this process, as well as supporting the CMC modules for the marketing submissions and product labelling. None of the parties involved actually had experience with scale-up or commercialisation, so this is where we stepped in. Veristat's expert team supported every aspect of the phase three strategy from planning to delivery. Our first step was to work with the sponsor and chosen sites to establish what the local processes were for cell collection. In this case, 
We were allowing cells to be collected either by bone marrow harvest or by apheresis, so we needed to understand how that was done and the differences between the sites. This allowed us to identify where routine clinical practice interlaced with trial requirements, as well as highlighting any process gaps that we needed to fill and identifying the teams involved who would be actually be responsible for performing the cell collection and processing steps up until the point of handover to the courier. We then needed to support the setup of a global courier, selecting someone who was experienced in the shipment of transplant organs across the world, as heparin stabilised harvested cells would need to be transported in the worst case from the US West Coast to mainland Europe within 48 hours to guarantee viability. This required a truly tailored approach as the flight itself is 12 hours. The cells were physically transported by a single person from the hospital on a commercial flight on the evening of the cell collection for personal delivery to the GMVP facility the following morning. As you can imagine, the logistics of this were extremely complex and required expert planning from our teams here at Ferristat, particularly when thinking about the bone marrow cell collection piece. For this, surgical slots had to be scheduled as late in the day as possible so our cells could be as fresh as possible, but with enough time to process the cells for transport on that evening's overnight flight. The courier had to be on site ready for the cells before the surgery could begin, and to add complexity, local regulations meant that all routine surgeries had priority over research surgical slots, and slots could be moved at the last minute, quite rightly, in the event of emergency surgeries. We also had to be weather people, so we had to monitor weather events to ensure that the risk of flight cancellations was minimised. If a storm was forecast, the surgical slot just had to be moved. It's not ethical to collect cells that may not reach the GMP facility on time from a patient and then have to reharvest. Our team had to coordinate every single function from the courier to the sponsor teams to the manufacturing teams, surgical teams, lab teams and everyone in between, right down to the minute in what was an orchestral feat. By comparison, the return shipment of the cryopreserved gene therapy product from Europe to the US and actual patient treatment was a walk in the park. As anyone knows in our industry, if it's not written down, it didn't happen. So alongside identifying the strategy and logistical steps, Veristat supported the development of the accompanying process documentation, including checklists to ensure that everything was checked, checked and triple checked each step of the way. The most critical of these documents was a vein to vein traceability protocol. And on my earlier podcast, I talked about the importance of tracing every single cell. The traceability protocol truly allowed us to track each cell from patient to Europe and back to patient again, as well as implementing integrity checks at each stage, so making sure that the product was undamaged, temperature controlled and not tampered with on its way to the manufacturing centre and on its way back. This traceability protocol also included the critical data that we needed to form the CMC product batch records at both collection and administration points. So for example, at administration, we were capturing the time of thaw, expiry time of the thawed product, infusion start and stop times, and the volume infused, as these are super critical data points. 
Ultimately, the processes and documentation we put in place was adopted by a client for all of their programs and has fed into their overall commercial strategy to get more of these types of products to market with a global patient reach. Great for the patients. From my perspective, this is one of the most logistically challenging programs I've worked on in my career. The only thing that would have made it more complex is if the route of administration was something like brain surgery. Well, we've done that too. I'm hoping to discuss that at a future podcast series, so keep an ear out. Throughout this podcast, I intended to give you a bit of a flavour of how truly complex moving from early phase to commercialisation can be from an operational perspective. So that's without truly touching on the CMC strategy piece. Veristat has managed clinical trials for the first gene therapy to be approved in the Western world, and as trailblazers, we continue to be actively involved at the cutting edge of the cell and gene field. We encourage you to listen to future episodes of this podcast as we delve deeper into some of these issues and other important topics in the space. I hope that this has been valuable to you. Please reach out to our expert teams through the links available on the Veristat website should you have any questions, and we'll be back talking to you very soon. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe on your favorite podcast player and look for our other Cell and Gene podcasts at cellandgene.expert.